episode seven of the Showboys Newscast, where we bring you all the news and no or or little opinion. Some opinion. Some opinion. Uh, I'm Mike. And I'm Nick. Thanks for joining us. We've got a lot to cover, so let's get right into it. Um, you know, so there's this this little movie that came out a couple weeks ago on HBO Max. Um, I don't know if you heard of it. Uh, it was Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, and, you know, ever since, it's just been... Uh, a monsoon, a torrential downpour of DC news slash rumors. So uh, I apologize, but I also don't apologize that uh, the entire front half of this episode is all crazy DC news or rumors. Uh, and it's all exciting to me. So, uh, yeah, let's just let's get right into it. Uh, picking up from our last episode on movie release strategies. Um this actually is not DC news, but uh, you know, figured I'd wriggle one, you know, a regular news article in here before we get on the DC train. Um, we have some more theater news, so uh, it looks like Regal Cinemas is looking to reopen on April second, which was three days ago, uh, and their parent company, Cineworld, has struck a deal with Warner Brothers for 2022, which seems to point to the end of WB's simultaneous theatrical slash HBO max movie release uh, strategy that they had this year. Uh, It looks like that will be coming to an end here in 2022 to some degree. Uh, According to the article, WB films will have a quote 45 day window of theatrical exclusivity at cinema Cineworld's regal chain. Um, I'm interested to see what this means entirely uh, and how this will play out long term, but it sounds like it's going to work similar to the Paramount uh, Plus approach that we talked about on our last episode. Um, so, yeah, Warner Brothers back in theaters uh, exclusively for 45 days in 2022. Um, what do you think about that? They They saw the better the better option on that and they quickly adjusted to it. Yes. Agreed. Uh, and I liked your little opinion. Very good. Um, again, another non DC, man, I really hyped up the DC thing, but I actually had a couple non DC things it. right off the top. <laughs> like everything DC is dropped yes. it. Yeah, actually. Yeah. That was a quick audible. We're not talking about DC at all. Surprise. Uh, but this one actually is a surprise. Um, one of my favorite TV series that's actively running uh, is what we do in the shadows. Uh, it airs on FX and streams on Hulu. Uh, but this, what we do in the shadows uh, universe, I like to call the shadows universe is getting an HBO max spinoff. So the shadows universe uh, is continuing to expand with the announcement of the new CW slash HBO max series, Wellington paranormal. Now, this series will follow Karen O'Leary and Mike Minogue's characters from the What We Do in the Shadows film, uh, which is the spawn of you know the, the TV series What We Do in the Shadow and now this Wellington Paranormal. Uh, their two characters were hardworking members of the Wellington New Zealand Constabulary's Paranormal Unit who investigates the surprisingly regular supernatural occurrences in the capital city. 
The series will join what we do in the Shadows, uh, the series that airs on FX, as the second addition to the Shadows universe, which was created by Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi with the original What We Do in the Shadows movie, and will air on the CW with the episode streaming on HBO Max a day after release. So they're kind of, you know, showing a little little Hulu-type streaming option here. Because, uh, of course, CW is owned by the, the parent company, Warner Media. Um, but yeah, have you, have you seen the, the show or the movie What We Do in the Shadows, Nick? I have not, outside the recommendation from you. Oh, it's great. It's great. You just take vampires and mix it with The Office, and it's hysterical. It's like one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. Um, but here we go. Jumping on the DC train. Are you ready for this? As much as I can be. <laughs> Sounds so excited. <laughs> Take it away. So we're, we're, we're kicking off here with a rumor. Uh, after the, the apparent success of the Snyder Cut, um, you know, we're just, we're just circulating all these rumors, keeping them hot and fresh. The Snyder Cut appears to have been a huge success in terms of fan reception, critical acclaim, and telling the complete story that Snyder had envisioned for Justice League. Seems HBO is quite pleased as well as Justice League hit some astonishing numbers on the platform. This, along with multiple cliffhangers that were left at the end of Justice League and revealed, or and the revealed plans that Snyder had for Justice League two and three, uh, all of these uh, factors have sparked a new viral hashtag movement called Restore the Snyderverse. And it looks like it isn't just the fans pining for more of Snyder's vision for the DCU. It's rumored that HBO Max, against the wishes of WB, wants to continue on with the Snyderverse and even keep Ben Affleck on as the Batfleck. This is being reported by our favorite tipster, Mikey Sutton. I'm sure you've heard us say his name a few times on the the newscast here. Um, While there have been many conflicting reports on the desires and by whom to restore the Snyderverse and Batfleck. Uh, It looks like the discussion at HBO Max, uh, they're heating up behind the scenes. Uh, Warner Media Studios CEO Ann Sarnoff shot down these rumors rather quickly, though. Uh, But I I really don't understand Warner Brothers' stubbornness with this entire Snyderverse situation. The people want to see the Snyderverse. Why not continue it and take our money, even if it's just straight to HBO Max material? Poor losers. (laughs) Like, just give the people what they want. Um, But spawning off this article, there were quite a few that kind of said similar things. uh, But we we, we found out that AT&T, who actually owns owns Warner Media, they are thrilled at the numbers of the Snyder Cut, which is great considering they were probably the largest factor in the Snyder Cut being greenlit. Uh, To continue on in this vein, AT&T is also reportedly behind the Batfleck and even rumored to want Affleck's solo Batman film now more than ever. Mikey Sutton again is reporting that even Warner Bros. are on board with Affleck's solo film, which is rumored to follow Deathstroke's attempt at unraveling Bruce Wayne's life in Gotham, quote, from the inside out, and even Batgirl is rumored to... You know, make an appearance at some point in that movie. Uh, again, these are all rumors, and it's highly thought that none of this will come to fruition, but that's what we thought about the Snyder Cut, so you never know. 
Um, per small screen, HBO Max's chief content officer, Casey Bloys, would love to continue the Justice League saga on uh, the streaming platform. But Warner Bros. Film Division CEO Ann Sarnoff and DC Films President Walter Hamada want to, quote, sweep the whole thing under the rug and move forward. A uh, bunch of party poopers they are. Wrong answer. <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. Um, yes. And to add to the raging fire that is the Justice League saga, we have some celebrities who are voicing their support for the hashtag Resort of the Snyderverse. And it's just adding more fuel to the flame. So first up, we have Kevin Smith, which I don't know if you don't know who Kevin Smith is, you must be living under a rock. Um, you know, creator of Jane Silent Bob, Mallrats, um, Clerks, Tusk, uh, host of many, many podcasts, uh, comic super fan, and even writer. Um, he recently on his one of his podcasts, Fat Man Beyond, which is a great show, by the way. If you haven't checked that out, I highly recommend. It's very entertaining. Uh, Smith reacted to the news of Sarnoff shooting down the Snyderverse calls, as well as the newly found longing for the Ayer cut of the su- the first Suicide Squad movie, because apparently uh, David Ayer had the same treatment happen to him, where the movie that was released was nothing like what was shot. And uh, you can... T- tell easily just by watching the initial trailers for the suicide squad. Um, anyways, uh, he was saying basically to just give Snyder money to make his DCEU films straight to HBO max, letting him quote unquote, do it all adding to make sure us fans quote, let them know you're only subscribed to HBO max because of Snyder's film. Now, Smith, he he also pointed out, like, don't cancel HBO Max. Like, keep your HBO Max, but, like, make sure you tell them the only reason is because of Snyder's Justice League, Um, which I I understand. I understand. Uh, But Kevin Smith isn't the only big name campaigning for Warner Bros. to restore the Snyderverse. Reportedly, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. The Rock, is joining in on the fight, and according to Small Screen, he is fighting with the studio to restore the Snyderverse. Johnson has long wanted his Black Adam uh, character to share the screen with his good friend in real life, Henry Cavill, um, as Superman, uh, as well as the other cast members from Snyder's Justice League. He's worked with Gal Gadot on you know, a Netflix movie, um, so he, he's kind of got a history with everyone there. Uh, it's thought that Johnson is currently in contact with a number of execs at Warner Media about his interest in keeping Snyder's vision alive, but has not gone to AT&T yet. Uh, he's trying to work it out, uh, you know, work his way up the chain of command as as a respectable human would do. Um, but yeah, what, what do you think about all this Restore the Snyderverse stuff? No, yeah, I'm all for it. Um, and obviously that's going to get a lot of uh, big name Hollywood backing, right? Really, it's just kind of like the world versus uh, Warner Media at this point. <laughs> and their track record's just sad. And, yeah. you know, on a stock-related note, I think AT&T should just uh, pull the we're in charge card and say the stock price needs to go up 
So therefore, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. restore the Snyderverse, and um, that has direct impact on my investment there. <laughs> yeah, AT and T's like we like money. Quit we being like idiots. Money. You know who else <laughs> likes money? Our investors. You know who? What investors like? Movies. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, it just makes all the sense in the world, even if it's not like like Kevin Smith suggested. If it's just straight to HBO Max, like original content, like I'm fine with that. I mean, I would love to see the stuff in theaters, but I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I mean, anymore, just do the whole, do your version of whatever DC is, Warner Media, and release it to movie theaters. Have your go with the numbers there. Yeah, watch and them then fail just, miserably. And just do the Snyder stuff and all the other stuff you don't like for whatever reason, right to HBO Max, and let's see who wins. Yep, agreed. Challenge. Two timelines, too. That's pretty nice cleaning cut. Well, we'll get to that in a few articles. No. But first, speaking of Black Adam and Dwayne Johnson, um, the Black Adam movie is set to start shooting next month and is aiming to hit theaters in July of 2022 thanks to a new teaser dropped by The Rock himself. So uh, Rock, The Rock, he, he teased the Black Adam movie by blacking out Times Square square and just having the black adam logo up on all the screens which was kind of cool uh but he actually put out a pretty or i don't want to say pretty long but like a decently long update video for just an update it was like five or six minutes long which is pretty cool for a little teaser uh, but he he made a rather large update on Save His Black Adam film, announcing a new release date of July 29th, 2022, saying, quote, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. This movie follows the DC anti-hero Black Adam, who is played by Johnson himself, and will include Hawkman, who is played by Aldous Hodge, Adam Smasher, played by Noah Centennial, Cyclone, played by Quintessa Swindell, Dr. Fate, by Pierce Bronson and Sarah Shahi and Marwan Kanzari in unknown roles. Um, this teaser slash update video was very awesome and got me very hyped. I so, mean, when you bring the rock on to your movie, he is going, if he's all about it, he's going, he's going to be your biggest, like self hype internal yeah. hype machine there is. Cause it's just what he does. And he wants to see his movies just go bigger than life as much as he is bigger than life. Um, right. And he has, he has, pl- well, apparent it's rumored that he has like complete creative control over this. He would. And he, he wants uh black Adam to go up against the justice league. Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I like the Dr. Fate cast Pierce Brosnan, yeah. a little James Bond action. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to see Hawkman in a movie. He's a pretty cool hero. Um, and of course, Black Adam is a very cool character. Uh, sticking in the realm of Black Adam, we have some casting news for Shazam Fury of the Gods. So, uh, Shazam and Black Adam, they're they kind of have a thing together. Um, and by thing together, they're like enemies, uh, you know, similar power source, etc. etc. Uh, but Helen Mirren has been scooped up to play uh, the villain in Shazam's Fury of the Gods. Her character will be Hespera, a daughter of Atlas, and this is a character who does not seem to exist in DC Comics. Uh, so that's kind of interesting. I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, Mirren joins Zachary Levy. 
Levi. I, I never know how to say his last name, which it looks like a simple last name, but you know, words are hard sometimes for me. But anyways, he will be reprising his role as Shazam. Asher Angel as Billy Baston. Um, Jack Dylan Grazier and Adam Brony Brody. Ugh, see, words are hard. Uh, they are returning as Freddie. Uh, Yvonne Armand and DJ Cor- Catrona as Pedro. Wow, I'm butchering this. Faith Herman and Megan Good as Darla. Grace Foulant and Michelle Borth as Mary. And with, they are also casting Rachel, uh, Rachel Zelger uh, in an unknown role. So basically there's a, a, a child and adult actor for each character because... And have you seen Shazam or know anything about Shazam? No, but I think I need to now. Okay, so basically, like, these children acquire superpowers from, like, ancient gods like Atlas, Zeus, etc. Um, and so when they turn into their superheroes, they're, like, adult superheroes. So, so Zach... Levi, Levi, Zach Levi, I'm calling Levi. Uh, he plays the grown-up superhero version of Billy Bat- Batson, Bastion, Batson. Um, so yeah, uh, that's exciting news. And while we're talking about, um, you know, confirmed DC movies, we have a list of every DC movie that currently has a release date. Um, This goes through June of 2023 so far. So there are six DC movies that are confirmed to be releasing with actual release dates. And those are The Suicide Squad, directed by James Gunn. That will be releasing on August 6th of 2021. Uh, This will follow HBO's current strategy of releasing movies. So it will release simultaneously in theaters and on HBO Max. Uh, next up is the Batman, directed by Matt Reeves. That will be in March or March fourth, twenty twenty two, starring Robert Pattinson as Batman. Uh, Black Adam, July 29th, ninth, twenty twenty. That is not right. That's supposed to be twenty twenty two, starring Dwayne Johnson. The Flash, uh, directed by Andy Muschietti, November fourth of twenty twenty two. Aquaman two, directed by James Wan. December 16th, 2022, starring Jason Momoa. Uh, the Flash, obviously starring Ezra Miller. Um, and last but not least, Shazam! Fury of the Gods, June 2nd, 2023, starring our pal Zachary Levi. Um, so, real quick, regarding the Snyderverse. If you're not going to continue on with the Snyderverse, why are you still using Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller? reprising their roles of their Snyderverse superheroes. They have no clue what they're doing. Like either blow it all up or continue it. Like don't do this mishmash of whatever is going on. Also, what's the suicide squad? Like Uh, the one that came out three years ago. Okay. So it's not a reboot, but it's also not a direct sequel. But it's so like, is it Harley suicide squad? And the other one is just suicide squad. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, wow. that makes everything clear. Oh, but yeah. Har- Harley Quinn, um, Margot Robbie is returning as Harley Quinn. Um, I don't remember. I think it's Captain Rick Flagg. Um, 
the non supervillain person who was part of Suicide Squad. He, he is returning, reprising his role. Um, but then there's a whole slew of other supervillains that are becoming part of the Suicide Squad. And the trailer actually looks awesome. Uh, I mean, you know, James Gunn did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So, yeah, just think of that. But Suicide Squad, it's it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it looks insane. Um, but here we go. We got two more pieces of DC news, and then I will shut up for a while. Um, you know, we just talked about you know, several movies being born. Um, and as as with birth, uh, of course, eventually comes death. And WB has pulled the plug on a couple of DC movies. Uh, with a heavy heart, I come to announce the death of two anticipated some might say highly anticipated DC film projects um, at the hands of WB being James Wan's Aquaman spinoff movie, the trench um, and Ava Duver- Duvernay's new gods film uh, right now in the current landscape of the DCEU, there isn't quite a spot for these two films, like in the larger scope of things. Uh, so like their reasoning is these movies just don't make sense at this moment. Um, but they haven't like, you know, they, they left it open-ended as, you know, they may return at some time if they're, they're needed. Right. Um, but the new gods movie kind of, I mean, Zack Snyder's justice league is confirmed to not be canon according to pretty much everyone, even though it needs to be. But the New Gods movie would, you know, have direct reference to Darkseid's story. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, you know, if the Snyderverse were to continue on, that movie would make a thousand percent sense like that needs to be made. Um, so, who knows? I'm I'm actually sad because the Trench movie would have been really cool. They were going to really lean into the horror element. I don't know if you remember the trench from the Aquaman movie, but when they're like out in the ocean on the small boat and like it's storming and all those like black creatures are coming out of Mm -hmm. the water, like those are the trench. Yeah. Uh, So I was going to like focus on that, which would have been super cool because James, James Wan is like a a great horror director. So I would have loved to seen that. And of course the new gods film would have been great, but, um, here we go about separate timelines, Nick. As if WB's DCE wasn't convoluted enough, there are reports that Matt Reeves' The Batman is actually set on DC's Earth 2. So DC, as with Marvel in the comics, they have the multiverse and, you know, numerous versions of Earth. Um, And as being reported by THR, uh, they claim that The Batman is set on DC's Earth 2 and will be an outlier in WB's multiverse approach to the DCEU and will be, quote, unconnected to the rest of the DCEU. The plan here is to build its own mini-universe on Earth 2 that could potentially lead to, like, a mega crossover event with the main DCEU and, like, Earth 1 or whatever Earth the main DCEU is in. 
Um, you know, Robert Pattinson is young, so they have a lot, a lot of time to develop his Bruce Wayne and Batman character here on Earth, too. Uh, but here in the Batman, Patton, Pattinson is set to face off against the Riddler, who is going to serve as kind of the primary villain threat in the Batman. Uh, but we'll also see the appearance uh, of Penguin, played by Colin Farrell, Catwoman, played by Zoe Kravitz, Commissioner Gordon by our friend Jeffrey Wright from um, Westworld, and our everyone's favorite butler, Alfred Pennyworth, played by Andy Serkis. So uh, it's got a bombshell cast, and I, I actually cannot wait for this movie. It looks really good. But that wraps that... up our DC news segment there for you guys. Now yeah. we're about halfway through the episode. <laughs> <laughs> more more than halfway. I mean, but that makes sense with the whole Earth 2 thing. I like approaching it that way. Probably find somewhere to put uh, the Joker in yeah. know, a split off Earth 3, Earth 0. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> but moving on, on the other side of the superhero verse, I'll touch on some MCU news just a little bit. Um, but Hawkeye Disney Plus series is in development. This is going to be focusing on the Avengers, the time after Avengers Endgame, where he retired to settle down with his family. The series will follow Hawkeye as he trains his replacement, but it will also have flashbacks, most likely to the unseen five years um, when he was separated from uh, or between Avengers Infinity War and Endgame. Mm-hmm. So kind of the snap and the blip. Yeah. So dealing with that snap, you know, repercussions. This is great because Jordan and I have been talking about this on the Falcon and Winter Soldier companion series. We both love how WandaVision and Falcon and Winter Soldier have touched on this time period. And we, uh, you know, we kind of speculated about Hawkeye last night, actually. So that's, that's amazing. (laughs) Yeah, I imagine there's going to be just a lot of those moments where he's like moving forward and they're just going to like jump back. You know, he, he was a real reflective flashbacky kind of character anyways, mm-hmm. just because he wasn't a, a principal character exactly. Right. So they had to fill in other ways. So I'm sure that will be pretty good. Um, and then the other one is there is a vision series in development, um, and that is going to cover the events directly after WandaVision. So we'll be looking at the previously white vision as he emerges as the vision. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. I like that they're sticking with that because I like that little development there with vision and vision and vision. (laughs) (laughs) That's enough of that. We might be done with superheroes for this cast, but moving on, Netflix has struck a $450 million deal to produce two sequels to Ryan Johnson's Knives Out. Hey. Johnson will be, of course, heading up as director once again, and he has already recruited Daniel Craig to reprise his role. And this will serve as a solid transition for Craig as he moves on from the James Bond series. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's very exciting to see Craig very smoothly transition into what could be, I mean, more than three movies. I don't know. Uh, his character in the first one was really good. <laughs> I <Right>. enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> love him and love that character. Um, so glad to see him fall into a very, very Craig role following yeah. James Bond. So, but I believe we talked about this on we our did. 
on our episode that released today to quite some detail, but we do offer all our opinions on yes the four hundred fifty million dollar deal Netflix <laughs> struck here. Yes, not just the little opinions; those are big ones. Yeah, um, yeah. Moving on, uh, we are we're we're gonna touch on some gaming news and some exciting gaming news. Uh, on top of that, uh, Riot Riot Games plural. Don't... We added the S there to Riot Game. Um, it's no longer just League of Legends. I mean, they have Valorant, they have Legends of Runeterra, they have um, their their auto chess. Uh, <clears throat> Shoot, I can't. I think of what that game's called. I never play it. Anyways, it's there, but they're adding more. Um, yeah, as we reported earlier, they are actually developing an MMORPG. And according to worldofrunterra.com, which uh, leads directly to a recruiting re- website for Riot's MMO, they are indeed creating an MMORPG set in the world of Runeterra and are in need of a, quote, pretty big raid team if they want to bring Runeterra to life. While still very early on in the project, this is <clears throat> exciting news for gaming fans as League of Legends actually for a MOBA has super rich and very deep lore um which would be perfect to explore in an mmo rpg type environment uh and you know this shouldn't be shocking news to anyone there hasn't really been any great mmos that have come out of like within the last decade probably (laughs) so um yes this could be exactly what mmo fans have been waiting for uh we don't have a confirmed name for this project but you know maybe it would be world of runeterra which i think would be pretty funny because you know world of warcraft um and the fact that league of legends spawned from dota which spawned from a warcraft mod so that i feel full <laughs> I feel like circle if, yeah i feel like if they if they go with world of runeterra like that would just be perfect <laughs> comes all the way back home um but yeah we're not sure if that's just kind of a working title or a more permanent name for the project yeah, I mean, two things there. Um, one, I need to see the art direction they're taking here. That's mega important. Mm-hmm. Um, and two, I might suggest Battlegrounds are some sort of nod, if not direct port of League of Legends. Um, <laughs> that would be awesome. That would be very cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've, you've <laughs> seen League of Legends. So yeah. you, you, you know that art style is kind of like similar to wow Uh um and most of their games if not all of their games are kind of in that same like cartoonish styled graphic you know graphically Mm -hmm. so i I would imagine they would follow suit with the mmo yeah no that's exciting i'm excited to see that uh moving on ghosts of tsushima movie is in the works so this is a little game little movie mix we have here um, but after the solid success of the game the playstation blog released a post highlighting the news most notable is the director chad Staleski, director of the john wick franchise mm. will be heading it up Sony Sony stated that they are excited for Chad to bring the razor sharp tension of Jin's katana combat to life, which is the main character. See what they did there. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) And speaking of Chad's, uh, I think I found, I got this article due to our very own Chad Kinsey. He's the man uh, from, from our what's playing series. 
I'm glad to have spoken it to life. Yes. But yeah, that's exciting. I need to play that game. Um, but Samurai movie would be great. Another bit of gaming news here, which will kind of lead us into a very brief Starboys segment. But <laughs> StarWars.com has gone official that Star Wars 1313 will release in 2021 holiday season. Lots of numbers there. Yes, 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 yes. For those unfamiliar with Star Wars 1313, formerly known as Level 1313, it is essentially shaping up to be a sequel to the 2002 Star Wars Bounty Hunter game focusing on Jango Fett. Mm. 1313 will take players into the dark times of the Empire and see how Boba Fett rose to fame in his early years and is said to take place on the dirty underworld of Coruscant's lower levels. The game is also stated to heavily tie into the existing and up-and-coming Star Wars content. Anywhere from Clone Wars Cad Bane making appearances to the upcoming Bad Batch series with strong hints that it will be interlaced strongly with the series in more ways than not. And that releases May 4th on Disney Plus. So they are dealing with very direct overlapping time periods there, um, at least at the beginning. So it'd be very interesting to see um, how much this ties into everything um but i would definitely suggest checking out the article in our discord post as it has a lot of good info into this larger connected star wars ethos um even in the article i think the devs even made mention of at the time when they were told to resurrect this game as this game has kind of been on the radar for five plus years now um if not more but they're told to resurrect it. And at the time they did not know a Boba Fett series was mm. going to be coming out, but they should have known or seen the, the signs. So there's just this, this continuing uh, spiral of interconnected star Wars Love content. It. So definitely have some really big, like first knocks at that. Um, so I love, gonna be good. I love the character Cad Bane too. Like he's one of my favorite. He's great. Uh, I hope they find some other use for him. Yeah, they definitely need to. He could have his own series, but they need like a they need a bounty hunter series that's like the Justice League or like (laughs) the Suicide Squad. Yeah, (laughs) it's just all the really cool (laughs) bounty hunters. Yeah, Um, sweet. A little bit of Star Wars news here in another era, Um, but Star Wars has confirmed in a comic series the greatest threat to the High Republic era uh the new star wars comics and books are a great sneak peek into the wider details of the ever and rapidly expanding star wars universe of multimedia content consider this as a light spoiler for those reading star wars dr afra series particularly issue number eight um but the star wars the comic there in a kind of flashback um issue star wars high republic era will deal with two primary em- enemies the nil whom are a band of pirate outlaws of sorts referred to as space vikings <laughs> um and they pose a great threat to and problem for the high republic era heroes the more deadly enemy though are the Drengir, which is said to be a monstrous species who fought the nil and, and the republic alike 
Um, so if you're interested in learning more about this, I would suggest taking a dive into this interesting comic series. Once again, that would be the Dr. Afra series. Uh, follows a kind of archaeologist doctor that goes around and kind of researches historical things about Star Wars era. So I would like to dive into that someday. So, But that's definitely an interesting development there. And it's always interesting how these little details are leaked, right? It's almost mm-hmm. kind of teasers for the future. Right. And last but not least, this being the biggest bit of official official news is they have released the full cast of the special event kenobi series and this is quite the little little roundup of people but as we all know Ewan mcgregor of course is back as obi-wan none other who else i don't know but the other no other uh, yeah there's no Ewan mcgregor is obi-wan and obi-wan is Ewan mcgregor There's no way around it. Um, But the other big news is that they have confirmed Hayden Christensen is returning in some capacity. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is going to be Padawan flashbacks or if this is going to be Darth Vader himself. Lots of unknowns here, but definitely a very interesting picture is being painted here with both these characters reprising their roles. Um, Kumal Nin... Gianni. Oh, Kumail Nanjiani. There we go. Um, well, you'll be able to see in the Eternals, Marvel's The Eternals. Um, Moses Ingram from The Queen's Gambit, Game of Thrones, Irdira Varma, uh, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, director turn Simone Kessel, director turn actor Benny Sadafi, um, have also signed on to the series. Um, and then Joel Edgerton and Bonnie PC are assumed to be reprising their roles as Owen and Bira Lars. Mm. So okay. lots of names there. Big old mess. Um, there's an official um, image of all of their portraits released. So nice. it's about as official as it gets. So that's exciting to lock in that as we as that ever approaches. Yes. Highly anticipated, for sure. Cannot wait to watch Kenobi. You got anything else? No. No, I got all mine out on the front end there. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Uh, Maybe we'll have to have an episode about DC someday to let you really, really string it all out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll go with that. Anyway. Once again, thank you for joining us. We hope you found this both entertaining and informative. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe everywhere you consume our content. Find all the places we publish content on our link tree. Which is linktr.ee slash showboyspodcast. Be sure to join in uh, on our Discord server and become a member of the Showboys community. Hang out with the Showboys staff and other listeners. As well as get some cool perks, such as being able to see all of the articles we had to choose from for this episode of the newscast, but weren't able to squeeze in the episode. All the article links covered in this episode and the others that were not will be available in Discord. Um, So yeah, make sure you join us. Duly noted. And if you have anything you would like us to cover in more detail or include in the show here please comment where available or email us at showboyspodcast at gmail.com and as mike said 
Join us in our Showboys Discord. Yes, and uh, yeah, we're going to get out of here, go play some Valheim. <laughs> I'm pretty gotta sure. Go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta <laughs> yes. go. Uh, have a great night. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you next time. Have a good evening. <laughs>